of course, it was Easter Sunday. We trust everyone had a great Easter, great Easter services, a lot of activities. Kids have a great time, and we're glad to be here tonight. And I've got a special guest with us, Mr. Jason Scales. I should say, Brother Jason Scales is with us. And if you got his mic is on, I do believe, and we're on Facebook Live as well. Jason, welcome aboard. Glad to be here with you. Glad to have you here. You are running for Rutherford County School Board? Yes, in Zone 3. Zone 3. Yes. Now, uh, what area does that take in? That takes in as like 10 10 schools in the zone. So, Barfield Elementary to Christiana Elementary, Christiana Middle, all the way to Plainview Elementary. Then you got Daniel McKee, Kittrell, Oakland Middle, Oakland High. Are all included in that. I can't keep them Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. It's a bunch. How many sit on the Rutherford County School Board? Is it six people? Seven. Seven. Yeah. So well, you got six in the in the, the chairman. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got seven. Six in the chairman. Okay. And um, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's go ahead and kick this thing off. We're going to talk to Jason. He's new to this game. And uh, we've been out talking, having a good visit. Yes, sir. And uh, right now, I'll tell you. Jackson, are you ready? Okay. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. This is the Evelyn Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at studios at WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615, not 616, as I printed earlier. Jason showed me. Sorry, folks. I'm getting old. 615-893-1450. And you can also send us a text to that number, and Jackson will be glad to read it over the air for those of you who do not wish to be heard live here on WGNS. And you can also check us out on uh, via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and at Facebook at The Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. Watch us on Facebook Live there. And you can download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you and listen wherever you go, whenever you wish. And... Mr. Scales, now to clear up something right off the bat, you are kin to the Scales family here in Murfreesboro. I am, but I grew up in Shelbyville, so I was in Shelbyville Scales, and they were the Murfreesboro Scales. And it's not Shelbyville, it's Shebbyville, right? (laughs) Shelbyville. You can't pronounce the Y. (laughs) Why why are you doing, what what made you want to do this? You know, just, uh, I've never run for political office before, and I've... My wife and I have a son who's 15. He's at Rockville mm-hmm. High School. And okay. just, you know, just watching through, through the whole uh, COVID deal going. And we were a part of the whole rezoning uh, thing as well, and going to school board meetings and watching that. And just as a parent, uh, maybe just I felt a right. prompting on my heart to just throw my hat in the ring there. And you've never run for public office before? Never run for public office before. How are you liking it so far? It's been very interesting. You know, I'm, I'm running as an independent. 
Right. So there's a, okay. a primary going on right now. So I'm I haven't really hit full steam ahead uh, with my sure. campaigning right. after the primary. There, you know, we're going to hit the ground running, but it, it's go, it's going pretty good. Getting out, <laughs> meeting people. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, you don't have a primary opponent, but your opponent does. Uh, yes. Okay. Right. So we're that's one yeah, thing. I'll just be in the general election. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that general election, of course, is uh, folks will be in August. Yeah, in August. August. Early voting starts July fifteenth. July fifteenth. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I haven't been to vote yet. I've got to go. You should go. Yeah. yeah, I've got to. I, I love early voting. I've already early voted, so yeah. Yeah, I, I got bit by that bug years ago, yeah. and my wife had warned me, and I went, no, 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 dear, you don't know what you're talking about. I, <laughs> I do it traditionally. I wait till election day. Well, I did. Yeah. And it was 110 degrees in shade that day. There you go. Yeah, and I stood there, and, stood, and a bunch of us, a lot of my yeah. neighbors, and I, I got over that quick. I said, you were right. You I, yeah, I, 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 I told the wife. I made amends with her. I said, <laughs> you were right. I was wrong. I yeah. messed up. And uh, and I know. Uh, now, I got to meet your wife, Barbara, who hopefully will be up here after a while. Yeah. And uh, she's going her way back up here. And uh, how does she how does she fare with this? I mean, now, to be honest with you, you are a pastor, so you deal with people day in, day out. Yeah, so. I deal with people day in and day out, so she's kind of used to this. This is right. a different hat wearing this here and right. with her background with her job and all the stuff like that she's really been a tremendous asset in right. terms of helping me and coaching okay. me along the way here so good uh, glad to have her in my corner you told me you came here you and the wife yeah. you came here for the school system we did yeah i, I grew up in shelbyville tennessee right and then I which is a fine town great it's a great town walking north capital of the world still go sure. every year right um i went to school university of tennessee at chattanooga i've got an undergrad in psychology and i've got a grad degree i've got an mba and I worked for Cigna Healthcare for years, and I ended up in Davidson County. Right. And when it came time for my son uh, to go to school, we made a decision to move to Rutherford County because of the school system here. So that's that. The school system is one of that. And my wife worked at MTSU at the time, and the church was here, and I was right. by vocational. But the school system was one of the primary reasons that we moved here. Yeah. Well, it was maybe, the, uh, and we discussed this, and that, of course, now we're my wife and I are older than than you and Barbara, but. We came up here and built our home about 26, 27 yeah. years ago from the Smyrna area. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, nothing against Smyrna. Smyrna's fine. It's all Rutherford County yeah. as far as we're concerned. But uh, and uh, but we came here. First of all, we found a lot we could afford here. Yeah. That, you know, even back then it was getting kind of tight. Absolutely. But now nothing like today. Oh, I mean, man. man, the growth is coming. Yes. Um, now, we've talked about this. It's inevitable. The growth is going it to continue. Is. Yeah. There's no stopping it. Rutherford County is a great community, and people are moving here for that. And I think right. that's the reason people are moving here, because it is such a great community, and I think you, you embrace it. Uh, well, it's vibrant, and we're very diverse. Yeah. We're getting to be a very diverse people here from every walk of life. I mean, you know, you've got, of course, the Hispanic thing has been going on for a long time. Sure. But you have the Asian people. You have people that come here that are going. MTSU is a big draw for Absolutely. that. We have a big uh, – I think it was a Swedish bunch or oh, wow. a bunch from Switzerland that came for the aeronautics program at yeah. MTSU, which is world known worldwide. We've got and for many many other things, not yeah. just that, but uh, it's pretty pretty getting to be a pretty diverse community, and I, and I which love is that. good. And I love I, it, and I think you can attract people from all walks of life and still right. maintain the values that I think attracts people. I think people are moving here for that. I think and you I, can. You can maintain. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and. You know, it's not going to hurt a thing. Nah. You know, nah. young people ain't going to hurt you. Nah. <laughs> kinda, yeah. It's kind of cool, really, you know. But uh, 
Well, that's good. So your wife's on board. Yes, she is. Okay. And um, uh, she's never run. She she hasn't. But no, now, I told her she should. She'd probably. Well, yeah, she she seems to be. She presents herself very well. She, she's yeah. a sharp lady. She keeps me okay. on my toes. And, <laughs> yeah, I told her she should. And if she does, I'll push her right. 100% of the way. But sure. she's never run okay. before. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, I was uh, pushed your way by a good friend of ours, Brother David Settles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, he and I served time together in San Quentin, and <laughs> <laughs> got to know each other. You never know; you get it until you have a roommate, you and you'll never know. know. There you go. <laughs> it's not that bad, really. But uh, I did get to know David, and what a great guy he is. And he, of course, sits on the Murfreesboro City yeah. School Board. So now, this term that you're running for is a four-year four term. Yes, sir. Um, let me ask you something. Give me a give me uh, one of your first points. What do you what do you want to do? Um, I think one of the first things I want to do is to continue to foster an environment for all students to succeed. You know, I think it's important right. for students to find out. I think everybody's smart, but you got to figure out how you're smart. Whether it be a career technical path, or whether it be college, or however it is that we find um, that we help them find that early and push them in that path and develop them there, whether they're special needs or they're a gifted class, but continue to create an environment regardless of your socioeconomic status, regardless of your right. walk of life. We've got a great school system here, but to help them find that so they can be productive citizens. Uh, you know, one of the areas I'm encouraged by, and I was in part of this in school too, but uh, I'm going back to the mid to late 70s when I got out, Get a college education. Get a college education. Yeah. Get a college education. Now that's and that's great. And our two children have four-year degrees. My wife's got a degree. Uh, I do not. Mm-hmm. And uh, but many of the kids are getting back into the trades. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know about you. I remember, you know, a welder made pretty good money. A man could weld. Electricians, mm-hmm. pipe fitters, carpenters, all these people. Not everybody has to be a doctor, scientist, or a lawyer. No. I mean, many people. And I took a machine shop. I yeah. loved machining, yeah. the process of taking that hunk of metal and making something out of it. That always intrigued me. It is. And, well, and a lot of kids are starting to find this out. Even absolutely. some of the young ladies, not just the kids, yeah. not just the guys, the gals too. And we're pretty doggone good at it, you know. I think you you got to help people discover that. When I was in college, um, I started out as a physical therapy major. Right. And I applied. It was only, I think, two schools at the time in the state of Tennessee, UT Chat in Memphis. I didn't get in. But I worked at Pillsbury one summer. And I worked with um, a lady that was there, and she was a school teacher. Right. And she said, I graduated because they pushed me to go to school. And I said, why are you here? She said, number one, I didn't make enough money. And she said it wasn't what I was. I just went because everybody wanted me to do that. And she told me how happy she was on that job there. And it was almost like really? if you didn't go to college back in the day, like you you weren't successful in <laughs> yeah, life. And I think right. that you got people with astronomical student loans who still get degrees that they can't use. I know. I think you got to help people find their path, whether it's there in, in industry. It could be in the arts. It could be in the arts. It could be in music. It could be whatever. I yeah. mean, and uh, I think the the world is starting to open up to this I think a so. little bit now. I, think we're I really always, do. I agree 100%. And, um, you know, you see so much uh, in in the arts alone. Absolutely. And that, but these programs require funding. Yes, they you do. Know. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to our first series of breaks when Jax gets in here. And uh, there he is right there. And um, Jason Scales is a friend of ours, has joined us tonight. He's running for Rutherford County School Board Zone 3. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take our first series of breaks. 
if Jackson will be so good to do that. And we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Edwin Lee Ramer Show. Back with you right after this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrowfamilylegal.com. That's Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mellon's Jewelers, 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back, and we thank all of our sponsors as usual. Jason Jason Scales is here with us. Jason, um, give us another point of what you want to do when you win this thing. You know, I, at, at, I pastor a church, and at our church, one of the things I have a lot of is. Uh, administrators, principals, uh, vice assistant principals, teachers. Right. I want to be an advocate for those, and school supports have counselors. I want to be an advocate for those who are on the front line. They're executing the decisions being made uh, sure. by the school board mm-hmm. and to make sure that they have the resources and the tools needed to do their job. Right. Um, I know that, you know, talk about giving them raises and different things like that. Right. I think you need to create each school, create a culture where they want to come to school, where they're growing where they feel supported in their decisions and all the things that they're doing. So to make sure that there's an advocate there uh, for those, uh, the front line there. Well, and we need to pay our teachers better. Yeah. Because, you know, teaching 
It's just like teaching is a profession. It is a profession. I mean, you can get a master's degree in education just like, and I, I know people that have them. And and these are intelligent people. Absolutely. And, you know, most people, you know, you what are you, a doctor, lawyer, architect? Yeah. I'm a teacher. Oh, okay, you're just a teacher. Yeah. That, I don't, I wouldn't brush that off too lightly, you know? Yeah. And um, it's a profession just like anything else. And um, you and I had talked, there's so many times, and I remember when I used to take our children to school, you'd see those teachers out there at 7, 7, oh, man. 15, 730 in the morning work, school, and start to like 8 or 830 or yeah. whatever it was. But they're there early because those teachers are excited about their classrooms. Yeah, they are. And, and they want to help out. And and wife and I, we've contributed more times than we can remember, and that's fine. That's part of it. But for extra supplies that teachers need. Absolutely. Like paper towels or yeah. just uh, extra pencils or whatever it might be. Nowadays, of course, hand sanitizer yes. and all that stuff with the COVID thing that's changed a lot of stuff. But uh, – to maybe, I mean, a lot of those teachers were paying out of their own pocket out of their to own do pockets. that. You know, yeah. I think that's important. You know, one of the things, as a pastor of a church, we a lot of churches do back-to-school batches for kids, give them backpacks, and we've done sure. that before. Right. But one of the things we've done as well, knowing what teachers come out of their pocket, we've given gift cards and various things to teachers, and, you know, we support schools as well to right. help give them discretionary uh, funds to do what needs to be done sure. to create environments that are conducive for learning there. You know, most of the teachers that I run into care a lot, even the ones that are burnt out. It's because they care so much. Oh, no. They, 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 they love they what are. they do. They really they do. I have a young lady uh, that, that teaches, and she's at, uh, she's at uh, Rockvale, I believe, Rockvale, and absolutely loves it. And the problems exist every day. Yeah. But – but she still loves the profession. She loves her kids. And these are seventh graders of all ages, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> whoa, yeah. that's when it's really, you know, things are really starting to happen with young people. Yeah. And But she loves it. I don't yeah. believe you could drag her out of there with a tractor and a log chain. I mean, she wants yeah. her. She loves it. And not just for the giant. I mean, the, the being with those young people and shaping them, working with their Absolutely. minds, you know. And she gets such a kick out of that, yeah. you know. Teachers are so influential. I, I still remember teachers oh, yeah. from sure. college, uh, high school, and they're so c- influential in your lives. Yeah, just- I heard somebody say on a newcast tonight, you remember your favorite teacher? Well, I can't because I had several. Yeah, I was yeah. very lucky. Yeah. I was very lucky. Uh, I had several teachers that I liked. Had a couple, looking back, that I really didn't care for. Yeah. And, and not because – I mean, just because – you knew what type of people they were. Even yeah. as a young person, you know what type – you know how a person is, yeah. you know. But uh, uh, most, for the most part, I came up, of course, in a different era yeah. than you did. And I've always said this, you know, it was amazing where we came from in a little town. Of course, our graduating class was, I don't know, 200 people, 150, yeah. whatever. You know, today it's, you know, 1,200, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's way up there. But um, – and – if you got in trouble at school, and this was small town now, this yeah. was tiny, tiny town, okay? Yeah. Nebo, Kentucky. All right. Okay. And if you hadn't been to Nebo, it's between Wix's Well and Providence, okay? That should clear it <laughs> up for you. And, um, but by the time you got home, and of course, everybody knew everybody went to church together. Everybody, you know, the parents were active at school, or they, my dad was in the insurance business, so oh, he was yeah. in a lot of different homes, the debit collection insurance business. Yeah. He collected insurance from a lot of these people, and Dad had seven agents under him at that time. Oh, wow. And so he would travel around, and by the time he got home, 
What kind of day did you have at school? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Everything fine. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> and you knew. You knew. You knew. Yeah. You know, they, I'm, that, that darn principal's called him again. <laughs> you know? Man. Eddie, Eddie's got out of line again, Don. <laughs> I talked to I didn't worry about dad as much as I did yeah. mom. Yeah. You know, because she broke two rulers over my backside before. <laughs> and... Uh, but it was a different time. It is it was a, a different, different time. You know, yeah. and now uh, in recent years, I've spoken with teachers that uh, I had one lady in particular, and she got into the school system. She got out of college, you know, kindergarten, first, second grade, whatever, yeah. and she went on up even to the high the high school grades. Yeah. And she said she had students that she'd had through twelve years of schooling, and had never met their parents once. Oh wow. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that at all. No. Yeah. I mean, something's bound to have come up where you need to talk to the parent. you got to have that, that sense of connection there. Yeah, yeah, you've got to. Yeah. And I think that's true even with our board. Yeah. The board that you're running for. Yeah. People need to know that they can pick up the phone and call you and say, yeah, hey, no, I, you know. I think you're, you're elected yeah. to be a public servant. You're ele- yeah, you better you serve. Do. And yeah. you got to have a heart of a servant. That's what you do. You're elected to be a voice for that zone. And I think right. you got to have a voice to do that. Yeah. Well, and I was tickled. Hard to do that, right? Yeah, I know. And I was tickled with uh, uh, Claire Maxwell's been with us. She's been up here, and she's on the board. And uh, I was tickled to death to see that our school board didn't have the problems that were were being faced, like, for example, in Williamson County, people fighting out in the parking lot and all that. And I will say this, and I know it's an election year, but uh, Sheriff Fitzhugh got got his boys in order and got them out there and said, when people speak, you're to keep. You're to stay quiet. You you chime in and start all this heckling yeah. out the door. You're going, yeah. and not even only out the door. You'll go off the property. Yeah. They only had to do it, I think, once or twice, and that stops that. Yeah. Now, I think that is a correct way to handle that, and we don't have that type of situation. No, I agree, hundred percent. You got to create a platform for people to have a voice. Right. That, this is America. You you get the opportunity. You have a right to speech, but I think you got to create a I safe know. environment for that to exist in. Right. And you don't need a lot of the other chaos. And yes, you're it. going to have some crackpots that yeah. get up there. That that's that's America. Yeah. And, <laughs> that's right. and to even let a guy like me on the airways. <laughs> hey, you're interviewing me, so hey. <laughs> but, um, you know, and and, and I commend the Rutherford yeah. County Sheriff's Department for that. I really do because. Uh, Things over in Williamson County, that thing could have gotten out of hand. Yeah. Well, it got out of hand in the parking lot. Yeah. People out there fighting and screaming and You're yelling. Making national news and doing this stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah fighting over masks and, and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. you know. But now the last two years have been a tough time, but I think we're starting yeah. to level out now. Man, I think that's what we're talking about. The last two years have been a tough time for anybody to lead, particularly man, the public school system has been right there in the, in the front. Right, in the crosshairs. Not just teachers, but you got yeah. um, – principals assisted principals you got counselors you got nurses you have the janitorial staff man they have been under they they should be appreciated and valued oh my because goodness. of what they've endured what they've gone through uh yeah. during these last um a couple of years well and you know the new schools a new school is great yeah but you can take a school that's 40 years old and it's just as good as a new school yeah you know but with older schools they do receive wear and tear yeah Kids are rough on things. Absolutely. There's someone at a lot of schools. We live out, our children went to Riverdale. Mm. I don't know how many times my son and I went by there going to a ball game or coming over a ball game or something. And I remember my son saying once, Dad, I think there's somebody at that school 24 hours yeah. a day. And there, something's going on. It's always, yeah. And especially during the, you know, the, the, the time school is in session. And 
the, those schools get used. They get and, used. And they will get nasty, but they have to be maintained and in proper proper repair. Absolutely. And we are going to have the expansion on, I think it's five schools now, yeah. which uh, Claire Maxwell proposed. And I think she's had it, and she can correct me on this, and I know she will uh, if I'm wrong. But she proposed it, I think, first of all, for only three schools. And they come back and say, hey, well, we do it for five. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think and that's a great plan there. I think it is. Yeah. I really do. Because it'll, at least for now, it will. It will. I think for that's a good point. For now, it gets you to the point where you get those uh, five schools at a capacity of 25, where they can hold 2,500 sure. students to accommodate some of the growth that we're. It's going to max it out, but it's going to, you know, help accommodate some of it. So you have to be doing a lot of the rezoning and shifting back and forth. Now, right. Some of these kids have been three three high schools in uh, four years. And I it's know. It's hard to create a sense yeah. of community and when you're yeah. doing back and forth like yeah. that. Yeah. To give them some stability yeah. there and um, put them back in the, in the driver's seat, so to speak. Absolutely. Because I know how it was. You know, you, you get to be a junior, senior in high school. You don't want to leave that school. No, you don't, no. You know, and I don't, I don't blame a child for being – for being that way, and I can understand a parent being a bit perturbed. Yeah. You know, my son's a freshman at Rockville, and you know, they were going to rezone us to Riverdale. Um, and man, he is ingrained in that school there. And even as a freshman, to move him over, you know, they gave us the opportunity to be grandfathered in, so he's going to stay. So we, we even right. touch it there. You okay, know, you want to yeah. feel a sense of community, a sense of belonging that that's yours. Oh, Pettis Reed was so proud of that school. I know because yeah. you know it meant so much to him. That's his district. Yeah, and. I went out there to see that. I said, you know, we're doing shows on this stuff and everything. I said, I need to drive out there. This was a month or two. The, the guys were finishing up. Man, that place is a monster. It is amazing. It's a, it is a monster. It, 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 it outpaces many small colleges. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It is a phenomenal job there. Whew, man, I'm telling you. But, you know, he was very proud of that, and yeah. he should be. Because, should be. you know, years ago, Rockville had their own school. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like <laughs> Nothing like that, huh? <laughs> $84 million plus. And, yeah. got, and, and the newest one will be anywhere from around probably 105 to $110 million. Yeah. So if you get this job, <laughs> welcome aboard, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I, I welcome the opportunity to be a part of this. Well, you may just – you may just do it. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, theme, the theme term limits may enter your mind yeah. at one point or another. They might. I'm saying this now, but yeah. What else you want to do? Yeah, Tell you us know, about it. Uh, talked about you know creating a space for all kids um, to be supported and to be successful, to support the front line, which is your uh, teachers, administrators, uh, school counselors, cafeteria, everybody. But I think another important thing is, which is the reason why I'm running, to make sure parents have a voice. Right. I think each parent cares about, or they should care about their children. Right. And to create a platform where parents' voices can be heard as people are making decisions. You know, I'm, I'm a Bible guy. The Bible says there's safety in a multitude of counsel. And right. I think giving the parents a voice as decisions are being made, that's important for me. Sure. To making sure right. the parents are heard. I think they're doing they, they're doing the parent roundtable now at, at schools. I I think that is a tremendous idea to foster the relationship because I believe that parents love their children, but I believe those people who are watching over those kids every day love them as well. And if we could come together and get on the same page right. in terms of yeah. creating an environment for these kids to be safe and be successful, that's what I'm all for all day long. Well, and Jason, we've all seen it. A lot of people, well, it's all fixed, and you know they, they're going to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, since me talking about it, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. You know, you've had many a person 
with a lone idea. Absolutely. That turned out to be, you know, hey, that might be an idea. Yeah. And it's not so crazy after all. It may sound crazy fresh out of the gate. Yeah. But when you step back and look at it, not such crazy, not such whatever that thought or idea may be. Yeah. You know. I think you got everybody. That's that's the reason you tell people to vote. Your vote matters. Your voice matters. You got to speak up. Man, you have no idea what's inside of people that you right. got to speak up. And it does matter. You, you, it's easy to say that. Well, they're not going to listen to me or take right, my. Right. I've already made their decisions, but that's not true. I think you should speak up, speak your mind, and let those uh, things be taken into consideration as people are making decisions. Well, as I told you earlier, it's uh, it's been unbelievable because as of July, it'll be nine years I've been here, and it's unbelievable people that come up to me, you know, hey, heard you on the air Sunday night. I listened. To, I heard that. Jason Scales on good show. Yeah, it will probably happen somewhere this week because every week our our listenership grows. Yeah, and you know, uh, people do care. They do care. They want to know. And WGNS, I will have to say, they have a very loyal listenership. Yeah, they have. We're talking old school here. Yeah, and not everything is computers and cell phones yeah. and and all that. You know, and uh, let me ask you: Are the kids? allowed you your son is 15 yeah are they allowed to have a cell phone in school they are and i think there's people on both sides of the fence they think cell phones are a distraction because kids own them all the time right i think you ought to embrace technology with boundaries i think you can use it as a part of your curriculum and to engage them but you set boundaries with it if you're getting out of hand you're texting all the time i don't know you you restrict the the use of it there right but i don't think it's something that you fight I think you got to have good classroom management skills, uh, right? And in, and embrace they're on their phones all the time. But I think you got to regular. I don't know, you know, if I have the best answer because I'm not there. It's easy for me to talk about it, but I'm not there in the classroom. But you create an environment where it's used with boundaries. You know, I heard a guy. Well, you, you, your subject matter can can hold your audience. Yeah. And my brother, uh, he was in college at MTSU, okay, and they had a professor over there that would have used uh, back then it was the slides yeah. okay the, the, the old overhead it wasn't over it was yeah. slideshow you yeah. know that's what we called it what is it t- y'all call it today uh uh powerpoint powerpoint yeah. yeah basically same same type concept okay but what he would do during this talk he would <laughs> and all of a sudden and he had girls and guys yeah. maybe 100 150 people in one class you know how it is you've been there yeah and all of a sudden, he'd throw up a girl in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Oh, I left that in there by accident. <laughs> and then later, he, you know, for the girls, he'd throw up some good-looking, good-looking good guy in a, you know, in a little bitty scantily yeah. swim swimming trunks. You know, oh, I'm sorry, my yeah. wife must put that in there, girls. Yeah. And he'd go so he could keep. <laughs> my, my brother passed that class with an eye. I bet he did. <laughs> You know, that's amazing when you learn to embrace it. I pastor a church, and you know, it's easy. I'm not to, saying you should do that. I'm not going to do that at church. I'm not going to throw that. <laughs> They'd fill out the auditorium, but anyway. No, because your wife's going to be up there. Wow, I have a feeling, yeah, with somebody, I'd have to deal with her. Or, no, you know. I'm not going to do that. But you learn to embrace it. I would see people all the time while I was preaching. I'm like, I've got to be the most boring preacher. But then you learn to use it. Hey, so listen, while I'm preaching, you post this point that you love. You shoot a video of me and let people know. You use it as free marketing, and you engage them with it. So yeah, it's amazing what you can see from a pulpit. Oh, it's amazing. It is. It is. You know, now, I don't know if I told you our our father was a, ba- a Baptist minister. He was really? General Baptist. Yes, and he pastored Oklahoma General Baptist Church. Yeah. 
I'm sure there's some folks listening tonight that are still go to church there or have gone to church there in the past. And uh, you can reach me at 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Um, but I got up on the very first Sunday Dad was to give his his opening sermon yeah. there. And they had a big to-do. You know, they're going to have, have lunch after the service. And church was packed. A lot of people. Mom and Dad had known a lot of people up there, yeah. you know. And uh, so they'd had uh, a lady in, in out there that Dad knew. She was just like a daughter. She was just like a sister. Yeah. That's Karen Kyle. Karen Kyle Cunningham now. And he come down to the pulpit. And, of course, everybody got a big kick out of it. And uh, so while he did, I went up. I just went on up to the pulpit. Yeah. And, you know, me and you don't meet many strangers, I have a feeling. Yeah. And so uh, I got up um, in the pulpit. It's amazing what you can see from up there. Yeah. You know. And so when I got up there, um, I said, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I want to thank you uh, for uh, call or hold on. I'll be right with you. Um, I want to thank you for uh, and my brothers and I yeah. want to thank you for having given because mom had passed on at that time. And I said, um, I said, now I want you to know I never have instructed our father. None of us yeah. have on what to preach on or not yeah. or whatever. That's that's his business. He's that's his job. Okay, but I must say I did sneak a peek at this at this sermon today, mm. and I said I want you to know you are in for the next three and a half to four hours of the best preaching you've ever. <laughs> Those people started looking to watch oh, again because James Jones was up there and said the St. Louis Cardinals yeah. play at noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a caller on the line. Go ahead, caller. You're there. I just wanted to ask the guest if uh, if he's elected, what does he want to see in the new Rutherford County Schools director? I'll hang up with him. Thank you. Jeff, thank you. Jeff Neal, big supporter of WGNS, yeah. a supporter of this show. Yeah. What, what was the question again? I'm sorry. What do you want to see? What was it, Jeff? What did he say? You want to see what was done? Jeff, come back and give me that. We did, I didn't I'm write sorry. I, I'm I, sorry. I didn't, I didn't get that. You didn't get it on your, head, on your headphones? It, it wasn't clear, and I'm not – and I absolutely apologize for that. No, no, I apologize too. I should, here he comes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hello, caller. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you if he's elected, what does he want to see in a new Rutherford County Schools director? And I'll hang up and listen. To oh, him. yeah. The schools director. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah uh, the uh, schools director, uh, Mr. Spurlock, is going to be stepping down. Yeah. And there's been some issues there. We won't go over that. Yeah, that's, that's nothing not to do with us. Um, but uh, what do you think? So, in a director, what does that what does that job entail? As as far as you see, yeah, I, I think you ought to see it. You want to see a qualified leader, someone who actually knows how to lead, that has a vision for this uh, area in particular. We're embracing a unique opportunity in terms of growth. You know, we're performing well academically. Uh, we've had some challenges, but at this juncture, be able to bring things together. You've got to be able to work with the board, right? You got to be able to create partnerships uh, with schools to build trust and camaraderie there, and even with the community and parents. So you're going to have to do a tremendous job of creating that level of trust, so you can lead with a solid vision, with a great character. And right, I think you, right. but you're going to have to be firm. You're going to have to have a way about, it, but you're going to have to listen uh, to the people around you. So it's got to be a person with solid character and integrity who has expertise um, with leading in this type of environment. Well, and that you know, school thing is a lot like church work. Yeah, you know. 
you're dealing with so many different people and so many different ideas. You got to be a real good manager. You got to you know? be. Yeah. And there are certain times we're all not going to get our way. I heard Barack Obama, I heard President Obama, he told a bunch of the young people that were there, interns, things like that. Of course, most of them are political science majors. Yeah. And he said, folks, kids, I'm going to tell you something. If you're in this game and you think you're always going to get your way, yeah. you better go ahead and start doing something else right now. Absolutely. And he's exactly right. Yeah. That is, that's the trickiest of all right there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the the school board, unfortunately, has become a political situation Absolutely. to some degree. Yeah. You know. and uh, But we've got to deal with these children's education. And we're looking at an extra 300000 by 2035. Yeah. Welcome aboard, man. Absolutely. You know? And I, I think if you look at where we are academically, uh, as a district, we perform, I mean, as a, uh, we perform well. But you've got to be able to manage all these other factors to build trust and to get buy-in of all your major stakeholders, which includes your community. Right. Um, and, yeah. and he's got to be able to – They he or she has got to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And to come to a consensus every week. Now, how often does a school board meet? Once a month? No, no. I think I mean, they meet frequently. I think mean, maybe like every week. Every um, week. Yeah, don't right. quote me on that. I probably shouldn't know that, but I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it is weekly. I, I didn't know meeting. either. I don't know. Yeah, particularly with everything that's going on uh, now. Uh, there's uh, there's a week, and they're they're on YouTube. You can watch them live and all this stuff like sure. that. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I uh, as I mentioned had Claire on Claire Maxwell. She's yeah. just a fine person. Her and her husband Austin. Hello, if you're listening. Um, and um, I'd had her on the first time when she was campaigning. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think Claire had ever run for public office either. And so she. She won. She's yeah. on the board now. And so it was some months before, and this was before this COVID yeah. stuff started. Yeah. So we're about two years into this thing, and she came back up and sat down, and uh, I said, Claire Maxwell's with us. And so I looked at her, and she said, right where you were. Yeah. And I said, so, <laughs> you wanted to be on the school board? <laughs> I, didn't know. I had Who no idea what was coming, man. Be walking yeah. into? All they had talked about was masks yeah. and mandates and, and yeah. Are we going to have schools, Zoom meetings, all that stuff? And it has been a mess. And my hat's off to them because I don't know. I wouldn't know what to tell those people. I, I, you know, and I'm glad that they undertook it because they did a fantastic job. And I'm thankful for the people of Rutherford County that have done that. I really am. This past season has tested leadership and your ability to make decisions. Listen, man, man, manage. You got to be able to speak to all people here, all concerned. It has been a tough season. Right. Very tough. It's tough, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you have, uh, of course, and I did not know this in Nashville, and I don't know here in Rutherford County, and I guess we should know, what time do classes start? Because I saw in Nashville, they were backing their time down. Some classes down there started at 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And they had to because of the the overcrowding. Well, no, I think, I, think, that. I think they're on a staggered schedule here. I know my staggered. son's school starts at 8.30. I think the middle school, we maybe start at 8. And I'm not sure what time the elementary right. school starts. They to sort start. of help with the traffic situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. You imagine the traffic out of Rock. As crowded as it is, the traffic out of Rock. I've so seen it. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. I, I've said many I think times. in all the school zones, that, you know. All of them. Yeah, it's just, not just, just in Laverne, Smyrna, yeah. Eagleville. And, you know, but uh, I've seen, I've said this before. I'm, I'm going to say it again. But uh, I saw a bus one day unloading. I was headed somewhere out by Highway 99. Yeah. One apartment complex, and that driver opened the door, and I'll bet anywhere from a third to half of his passengers' Man. kids got off that bus. All ages, shapes, colors, sizes. Man, you see those kids. Origins, now. wherever they might have been from. 
I said, this is just yeah. – I could not get over it because our children are grown. Yeah. And I, my wife and I constantly try to remember remember what that was like. Yeah. You know, because you can forget very yeah. easily. Very easily. And uh, I said, this is just one bus at one right. bus stop at one apartment complex. And there's hundreds of these buses yeah. around the, the county. Where are we going to put these? And I'm thinking, where are we going to put these people? Because Mayor Ketron had been good enough to come on. And he said, you know, scrap all your fast figures. We're looking at another 300,000 people. Yeah, That's going to put us over 600,000 people by 2035. And my friend, I don't know. To leave, man, with all, Rutherford County is in a unique situation. It really is. People are, like myself, I'm not from here, but you got people moving in here because it's <laughs> such a great community. Uh, we love what it stood for. We love the, the school system here. And I think you can maintain those values, but you have to embrace it. There's a concept that you, we behave based off how we believe. And I believe in order to adequately handle growth, you have to believe that it's okay. Sure. It's yeah. good. Because if subconsciously, I think if you're fighting it, that's going to impact your decisions. Sure. There's nothing we can do about you it. Can't you, it. You, you cannot no, fight it. No, you cannot fight it. You've yeah. got to, to make accommodations and, and, and live with this. Yes. You've got to. I agree. And... You know, the, you mentioned you from from down the Shelbyville or down Bedford County. Uh, when we first moved here in 1980, I can remember Bedford County, Shelbyville. That's a long way away, you know, because of the roads you had it an was old two lane road at that yeah, point, yeah, two lane highway. And but gradually, it's now it's yeah. four lanes, I think, all the way. Yeah. And I can be in Shelbyville in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. No time. There's no, I mean, I'm in the walking horse capital of the world. Yes, sir. I said some of the most expensive horses in the world have been crowned right here in Shovel, Tennessee. Yes, sir. How lucky can you be? Yes, sir. To live in something like that. And I'm from Kentucky. You go over here. Yes, sir. I've got a good friend, Pete Elkins, who uh, he worked with some of those horses for years. Pete did. A buddy of mine, he uh, he rides them and trains them, and it just they're beautiful horses. It's it's fantastic. And then I came from Kentucky, of course, and and you know up in Lexington, which we were not from there. We were from Hopkins County, Muhlenberg in Hopkins County, but in Lexington, those farms, the fence rows just go on and on and on. Home of Secretariat, all the. You know all the great uh, Derby winners, yes, and there in Kentucky to be the Derby winners, yeah. you can have triple crown if you want. That's that's a nice that's a nice thing to put at the end of your business card. But to win the Derby is yes, the big the big deal. is the big deal. Yes, sir. And uh, I remember as a kid, we went through uh, the tours of those stables. Man, yeah. <laughs> they were cleaner. Yeah, in some houses. Some of <laughs> treated like royalty, man. Yeah. Well. If I had one, made me as much yeah, money as something. I'm telling you right man, now. You got to take yeah. care. That's an investment. Yes, and sir. You got to take care yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd want to work on that you know? Maybe we haven't mentioned. You said you had down three or four ideas. Yeah, I had a couple of ideas there. Now, I, I think just I think Rutherford County school system is a great school system, and I think it's just I think one of the biggest things for me as well is to create an environment where parents and schools can continue to foster a relationship you got to have parental involvement there right. with the school to support uh, them you want to hear the parents voice and give the educators the uh, um, the counsel they need to make their decisions but you got to have that support there like you were mentioning there, there's some parents that go through their kids whole school years and never, never engage right. you got to get parent engagement and some schools have a phenomenal um parent parental engagements and sure. some don't right but i think you got to work to make sure you get that up uh, you um uh you know I had Andre Christman on he is running yeah. for the um, 
the judgeship. The, Andre uh, and I grew up in Shepherdville together. Juvenile court, yeah. yeah, juvenile court justice, and he's running for that. Stands a good shot at, at yeah. winning that race. And uh, we were talking, and he wants to have local meetings, yeah, uh, out of out of court, out of you know, to to get with parents and let them know. Heaven forbid, if they yeah. come to this point, yeah. what to expect? Yeah, you know. I would suggest the same thing to you. A lot of people don't know. So I'm gonna go up to the school board. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to them about this. Well, you can't. And and I, I was in that once yeah. years ago. You have what three minutes to make a statement, I believe, yeah. or, or or address the board, and you have to let everybody give some mm-hmm. people get a chance to speak. Now you can't let the whole county come up and speak. I mean, oh, yeah. you'd be there for days, and yeah. I don't like that either. But we're not a little subtle community anymore. Oh. We're not a little village that you know, a little hamlet tucked away here in the hills of Tennessee. Yeah. This is a big sprawling area, yeah. and so if you had those meetings with people, say outside of the norm in your region, yeah. in your zone, zone three, and to go to those schools and say, yeah. you know, hey, what do you need? What are you looking for out of us? Absolutely, and I think you got to have the. When I say creating a voice for parents and schools to talk, you got to do it more than when there's a problem. Right. Normally, just I you agree, just I hear from people. Not, yeah. That's not building a relationship. Right. I mean, throughout the entire process, getting people engaged so they know each other. The first time you meet your principal is not when your kid's in trouble. That's right. Uh, I agree. Yeah. The, you got to create that environment where you have a sense of community there. Sure. And there's a sense of belonging where they're both coming together. Right. Outside of when there's difficulty, challenges, or um, some type of kids in trouble. We're going to go to our last series of breaks here. And uh, we're spending some time here and speaking with. Uh, Jason Scales, who's running for Rutherford County School Board, Zone 3, correct? Yes, sir. And we're going to go to our last series of breaks, come back, and we'll finish up with Jason and let him get out of here. You're listening to the Edmund Lee Raymer Show right here on WGNS. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt Dot com. That's P-I of M-T dot com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's complete yard care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. 
Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. On News Radio WGNS. All right, we're back for our last few minutes here. Jason Scale. Jason, thank you for agreeing to do this. I yes, appreciate sir. It's you been coming fun. up. Yeah. Um, we will probably have you back later on in your campaign. Hey. And uh, see how Love things are back. going. Yes, sir. And I'm pretty sure it's, if it's been like it has over the last several years, I'll see a different candidate than I see tonight because. Uh, <laughs> When you get out there and get kicked around a little yeah. bit, you know, and you'll have probably a better feel for yeah. what's, what's going on. Hopefully it's a better version of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to do nothing but grow from it. Yeah. I mean, one way or another. Already, yeah. And uh, it's going to be, I know it's going to be a good experience for you. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know. Now, you pastor your church. Where is your church at? My church is in the great city of Christiana, Tennessee. I'm in walking distance from Miller's Restaurant. It's called Believer's oh, Faith Fellowship. Yes, sir. We bought you, the old First Baptist <coughs> Church there. You know, I have never eaten at Miller's Grocery. Are you serious? Never have. Man, I'm about to treat you to lunch there. Can't remember it. Really? I don't know why. Everybody, it sits out there all by itself. You know, I ate there way too much. So. But oh yeah, but I mean, it's it's it's, it's famous. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It is. And uh, I had a good friend that came down from Kentucky, Ricky Householder, huh. former mayor of Clay, Kentucky. All right. Put that on your resume, friend. <laughs> and he was—he—he he played that game, trying to be all things to yeah. to all people, you know. And you—you you have to do it when you're elected. Yeah. Forget which ticket you're on. I mean, you—you're you, mayor for everybody, yeah. you know. Even if it's just a small, just small town. <laughs> but uh, and he called me up. He said, "Cause we hadn't talked, we hadn't seen each other since high school, yeah. you know." And he said, "Hey, we're going to a place called Miller's Groceries down there." He yeah. said. Do you know anything about it? I said, I've heard all about it, Ricky. I said, you know, he said, look, we're going Saturday for lunch, okay? Can you join us? I said, I'd love to. I said, and I couldn't. The wife had had some dental work done, and she was having some oh, problems, and I had to be there with her. And I didn't get to go. And uh, so they went, and apparently had just, you know, what it's just a sport, just a little bit of everything. It is, you know, it's just. Southern down home food. I love the fried catfish there. They oh. have meatloaf, country fried steak. Uh, you know, Friday nights they do a little deal where they have music in there. Uh, chicken tenders are good. I ain't had a bad meal there. You won't get a bad meal. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. The what I've heard, phenomenal. you won't. Yeah, I, I, I love pecan pie. 
Right. And man, that pecan pie is just great. It just man, my you wife can't go makes a, yeah makes a fine pecan pie. She really does. I hope they're listening tonight and you give me a free pecan pie for this uh, advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, on a personal note, uh, I uh, I'll give you. I'm, I'm I'm part of your competition now. I can do weddings. Really? I'm a notary public. You can do weddings now. I couldn't believe it. And I had the privilege of being the officiant Friday night for two good friends, Don and Sarah Kennedy, uh-huh. and just two wonderful people. Don's family had come in. They were here from uh, California, uh-huh. and we had a wonderful time. You know, talk about wonderful meals. It was catered by Jim and Nick. Oh, man. That brisket, I'm not kidding you. I want to tell you something. Pastor, that would melt in your mouth, yeah. you know? And then they had barbecued chicken, or they had barbecued just regular pulled pork. Yeah. Oh man! And all the fixes that went with it. I don't know what I don't know what they had to pay for that, but it was a pretty. Jimmy Nix is one of my favorites here, along oh, with yeah. Fat Guys on uh, I think that's Broad Street there. Broad uh, Street and yeah. uh, light is it? Light? That brisket. You try. You had that brisket. I have not had their brisket. You need no. to try that brisket. Yeah, now man, is good. that the quick say? Is that what, a, yeah? That is. Side. I had it right beside that Hardy's. Yeah. Me and a friend of mine, Let Garnet, we were talking about that Friday night. Yeah. And I got their burn ins there. Oh yeah. On, on Wednesday, I think they have burn ins. Yeah. And he said, Ed, you got to try these burn ins. I said, I'm going to do it because Let is a chef. Yeah. So he knows his stuff to start with, and. Uh, but now I don't. Yeah, he was saying something about the brisket there. And the brisket's then, good. The burn ins. They have Friday. They have catfish there, man. Oh man, man, you you talking right up my alley. I love food here. Uh, so that, man, that's, that's good for me. I'm telling you. Yeah. Wow, it's yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, and I don't know about you and your wife, but when we go on vacation, we were and Let and I were talking about this yeah. Friday night. You know, I don't want to go. No offense to some fast food joint. Oh no, you want to. You know, and, you know, I, I mean, I've got an olive garden here. I love yeah. olive garden, don't get me wrong. But I go, you know, and me and a friend of mine, Mark, we'll, you know, one of us will go out and say, you know, let's, let's talk to the locals. Let's yeah. see what's, what's good. You know, where, where do you like to eat? Yeah. Hey, there's a place down here, you know, uh, Jenny and Bob's. They've been open about 42 years. Yeah. Don't say no more. So, yeah, you'll get a good meal. You know, kind of like Miller's. Yeah. And off the beaten path. Yeah. And that's what we do. Me and Mark, either one, will come and say, "Hey, I think I found this place," Man. you know. And we take the kids and the families, all of Love us. It. We all go, and it is. I mean, you know, I know it's eating. I know it is. Nothing but gets it, chain restaurants, but there's nothing like a local. There's nothing like it. We just went to Charleston, South Carolina, I think, at the end of last year. Oh, some good food down there, man. Oh, man. I I'm can't wait you. to go back, man. It was just some phenomenal, phenomenal food. There. I yeah. can't even remember the name of the places, but, man, we had great it's food. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. We went, uh, used to go to Hilton Head. Yeah. We'd go over to Hilton Head, and there was a place down there on the way in, and I loved it. It was Abe's Smorgasbord. Yeah. Family run. Abe was always there. He was in charge. Yeah. I loved that place. Now, I don't yeah. think the wife was wild about it, but I loved <laughs> it. Yeah. I just loved it. And it was seafood. Yeah. And it was virtually probably the same meal every night because yeah. you're at the ocean. You everybody wants the stuff, clam, crab, clams, yeah. and all that stuff. But it was just delicious. Yes, I love uh, that. Yeah. Now, where is your? You've got an event coming up tomorrow. Tell us about this. I thing. do. I have a meet the candidate event. It's at the old racket club of uh, River Rock. I think it's six oh five. Right. Uh, I think I pulled the flag. Six oh five River Rock Boulevard. It's a meet the candidate thing. I would love to meet the people 
who are in my zone to come out okay. ask questions to put a face with the name it's one of the first of many that i have i have i have a campaign kickoff it's going to be at miller's on may the 9th may uh, the 9th may the 9th send that, me that a night. notification I'll of send that you a notification of, yeah. that, uh, yeah. of that but i meet the candidate is tomorrow night from 5 to 7 p.m from 5 till 7 Okay. Yeah, sir, and I love and to have as many people as could. Six oh five. Now, what what, stru- what building are you going to be at? Is uh, it? Uh, it's, a, it's a friend of mine's building. It used to be uh, okay. BRS Emergency Restoration, uh, but he's changed the name of his company. But just it's the old Racket Club there. It's the old Racket Club, right? Yeah, was, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, six oh five River Rock uh, Boulevard. Okay. Yes, sir. So I'd love to have as many people could. If you listen to me, come out. Flyers on my um, my campaign page, and as well as my personal Facebook page. And where's your? Where you got your personal Facebook page, which I have now. And yeah. you have a campaign page. I do. Just Jason Scales for Rutherford County School Board. Jason Scales, Rutherford County School Board. Yeah, please go follow okay. me uh, there. I'd love to be in touch with you, folks. This young man can can do this thing. I'm telling you right now, and uh, he's running as an independent. Yep, I am and, running as an independent. You know, and we need uh, him on the school board. We need this. This is a good thing. And uh, there's some changes going on on the school board, but there's always going to be changes yeah. going on. And like I said, I want to have you back later. Gotcha. We're going to get out of here and let Bill get in here. He's got guests lined up ready to go. And uh, so I'll tell you what. Thank you again for doing this. Hey, man, this thank Jason. you for having me. I this appreciate it. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Pleasure to meet your wife. And uh, congratulations to Don and Sarah Kennedy once again. Good friends of ours. And until next week, I'm Ed Raymer for the Evan Lee Raymer Show. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.